0: You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast. A bold look at reality, news, analysis,
1: strategies, and opinions direct from the veteran team at the RAIN Research Institute with today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott.
0: Hey, 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 it's that time again time for another Monday morning mastery session. The intention of these calls each week is to start your week off in the right direction with a powerful message. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network and I'm happy to be your host today. Time to jump right in with great honor. Please help welcome the Chief Architect of the Rain Mastery Program, Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich.
1: You know, Russ, every time you introduce me in the manner and style and what you do, I'm expecting a huge applause from coast to coast and around the world with lights shining and stuff. You're, just, you're so built for the platform, so thanks for making my introductions always so welcoming. I appreciate it always.
0: My pleasure.
1: Folks, it's great to be back on the call. We had a spectacular weekend. For those who don't know, uh, we had a raising capital phenomenon. It was uh, first time ever in uh, Toronto, on the Saturday, a full day, uh, which had in fact uh, started off with an incredible bus tour of sorts. And i got to tell you, I was just absolutely stoked to tour my city uh, and look through the micro communities of opportunity in places like Mimico and the Junction and uh, other great places like Brampton and Vaughan. I thought to myself as a real estate investor, as someone who's been in this game for really just about seven years, but in the financial services business for 20 years, gosh, you you, you never really stop learning. And, you know, the moment you really shut yourself down and think for a moment, I got this. I know it all. You can't help but understand that that's the moment you begin to start dying. You begin to start withering. You begin to start shrinking. You go from grape to raisin. You're going to start to evaporate very quickly in this world of incredible information, constant and ever-changing, but more importantly, opportunities to grow. And so for this particular call on this particular day, I want to first and foremost thank each and every one of you in Toronto and those who came from across the country to make Raising Capital the most successful event to date. We made history. Incredible amounts of joint ventures came out of that room. Incredible expertise was shared. And uh, my hat goes off to Russell Westcott, for having been the uh, director and lead program creator of the entire day. So, uh, Russ, congratulations to you and your team. You guys pulled off at a spectacular event. Um, on behalf of the attendees, job well done.
0: Oh, thank you very much, Rich.
1: But that being said, you know, a great example as to why I really love hanging out in the rain world is because the truth of the matter is that it serves always as a reminder of what we as human beings who are looking to achieve many and more things in life, in business, in purpose, financially, spiritually, emotionally, chemically, whatever it is you want to grow. You've got to begin to understand that there is a real true power in magic in the degree and depth and the quality of... Engagement. Write that word down because that's the theme for today's call. You see, the quality of your engagement in life with people, for business, for profit, with purpose, the quality and quantity of it is equal and always in proportion to the results you generate. You know, you've got to generate engagement every day. It's kind of like skipping, for example. You know, you, you can't engage and disengage midst through the game of skipping a rope. You know, you're either engaged, skipping, or you're not. And the moment you choose not to be engaged, you'll trip. You'll either trip, catch the line, and the game ceases to exist. Well, skipping's a lot like the idea of investing or the idea of running your own business. You've got to consider that you as a human being every day must choose being engaged fully, minute by minute, moment by moment. You know, I can't help but think about Babe Ruth, you know, in this particular point of the conversation. Babe Ruth was, as you all know, the home run king of his era. But what most people don't realize is that what made Babe Ruth a home run king was he was also a strikeout king. That's right, the guy swung at everything. So the reality of the matter was that he just swung. He swung hard every pitch. So some he swung hard and missed, but some he swung hard and hit it out of the park, making him a legend, an icon. So the reality here is that are you swinging fully? Now, what really allowed me to step back and understand that this had to be the theme of today was having chatted with many students, our members, our fellow partners this past weekend, I was asking the question, how is your relationship going with your buddy? How is your buddy doing with you? And how are you growing as a partnership? And there was a mixed response. And the mixed response came from everything from, great, we just had dinner. I've been at his place. I just had coffee with her. We just had a wonderful conference call. We were working through our homework on Tuesday at 10 o'clock, fully engaged. The other side of the conversations were, well, I haven't been able to connect with my buddy since. I've heard, I've given him three strikes, and he's out. I don't give guys more than those three chances. And I couldn't help but think to myself, you know, is that really how you want to engage a buddy? Is that really how you want to condition the art and magic of partnership? Like, like just imagine for a second that you were deserted on an island, and you found out only after many, many weeks that only one other person was on the island. And that person just so happened to have gotten the art down of, eating well every day. They created a farm of their own and they were growing some goods. They even had found themselves some livestock. And you've been starving for three weeks. The question is, is that if you ran into their hut and sought out a relationship and tried once and twice and three strikes, are they out? Like really, if your life mattered, if your life depended upon it, you would really actually disengage in the act of trying to reconnect? I don't think so. If your belly was crying louder then your cries for partnership, connectiveness, or a relationship, engagement, then I got to tell you, you'd want to try harder. And I find that's what ends up happening, especially in this game of real estate. We often try little, but give up far too soon. We know we are. We try a little bit. We do reach out. But generating your relationship with your buddy, for example, is a great barometer. It's a great telltale sign of the quality and quantity of the depth and magnitude of your ability to engage people in the act of being your real estate joint venture partner or a vendor or a preferred go-to person. You see, the idea here is that you've got to go beyond what you're comfortable with, period. I couldn't believe but help that a young lady came up to me during a presentation and she had said to me, she goes, well, what if, what if, Richard, I don't want to schmooze. I hate schmoozing. And I said, are you telling me that you hate existing with 7 billion other people on this planet? She says, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I, I, I can talk to people. I understand people. I don't mind shaking hands and kissing babies of sorts, but I don't want to know how their family is. I don't care what it is that they do, and I certainly don't care about where they're going. I said, then what you've got to understand is that if you want to raise money and or go and gather partners, You've got to make sure that you declare to those people saying, hey, I'm a straight-laced business gal, and I'm not interested in your life, your family, or your values, or what it is that you're here on this planet for. Please know and don't take offense of the fact that I'm all about ROI, return on investment, while some others are all focused on a return to living, RTL. So declaring what it is that you're really up to and what you genuinely and authentically feel about the relationship is all you need to do. So for those of you who are really suffering with the idea of having a buddy, like, oh my God, I can't reach them or they don't can't reach me or I don't want to be reached, declare it. Own that space. Own the reasons why it is how it is rather than there being a mystery around it. Because I'll tell you what, here's what ends up happening. If you were to be a buddy that couldn't be pursued and I was the person doing the pursuing, I'll tell you something that will go to our graves, me still pursuing you, if that was important to me. So the idea here is that When you look at the most incredible relationships that you have in your life, especially those that are very important to your bottom line, they didn't come easy. They do take work. The problem is that we just seem to have forgotten since we currently live with the success of having that relationship in our place. But if you were to go back and rewind the tape of life, you'll realize quickly that it wasn't easy. It didn't come easy. It didn't grow fast. And it certainly takes something to keep it strong. You know, Most of the great relationships that I have that you've heard me speak of, whether it's with famous basketball players or, or franchises or great brands, none of those came easy. None of those came easy at all. None of those conversations ever were short. None of those conversations were ever cheap. And none of those conversations came with ease. I often find myself jumping in the car for driving for hours to jumping on planes, paying for tickets I couldn't afford at the time. But I did what it took to have the relationship. And the quality of that relationship is equal and in proportion to the effort I invested in building it. And that's why the buddy system, not only is your way to have someone pull and root for you so that you too can pull and cheer on for them, but more importantly, you can in fact begin to exercise the muscle of being engaged with someone else. So the idea is, is being able to have that same quality of performance inside of that conversation called partnership is going to be only equal to and in proportionate with the degree and magnitude in which you're going to generate that idea of being fully and inequivocally unshakably engaged. Now, Zig Ziglar, you know, the greatest motivational speaker of our time, he's an author, he famously said it best, help enough people get what they want and you will get what you want. You know, the question becomes, what do people want? And while many companies exhaust their time and money guessing the answer, launching ill-conceived products that sit on on a retail shelf and consume millions of advertising dollars, Dell, for example, like Dell Computers, does the opposite. Instead of spending a great deal of time trying to guess what their consumers want, Michael Dell simply had asked them. Since founding that company, Dell Computer Corporation, from this guy coming out of a university dorm room, Back in 1984, he's expanded into a multi-billion dollar empire and the most profitable computer manufacturer in the world. Now, Forbes currently estimates that Dell's fortune to be about $16.4 billion and growing. So to ask yourself the question, given the conversation today is about engagement and since the background conversation is about the degree and quality of your relationship to your buddy, ask yourself this question. What makes Dell unique? Well, what makes Dell unique is that He does not dictate to the customer what products he will offer. In fact, every product is completely customizable. Customizable. Through massive online surveys and customer focus group, Dell researches the basic structure of computers that are in demand for all his customer groups and then lets people pick and choose their preferred features. See, Dell brilliantly assembled his business segments around his customers, defining categories on consumer, different business sizes, and government. So you see, as you look at what Dell did, Look at even what Apple did. Apple took the guesswork of working with computers out of it. They made that computer so easy, so accessible, so simple, so brilliant to be with. They really listened to people and what their grievances were when it came to getting into an Apple's piece of hardware. Just think about it yourself. You either know someone or are already an Apple user and never thought you ever would be. They were some of the most sophisticated hardware platforms in the world, mostly reserved for just those who were quite astute in graphic design and film. So what am I trying to say? Relationships are customizable. Just because I say go get a buddy doesn't necessarily mean it has to occur like, I'll call you, you call me, maybe we'll talk. It has to be about how can you and I find what it is that we want and win at so together we can make it work. Because you see, folks, If you are truly, fully engaged in the idea of helping someone win at their game, there already is embedded in that act, the idea that they'll help you win at your game. And that is the art of collaboration. Now you've shone some light on the idea that through a collaborative process, through and inside a partnership, now you've got two people standing as one. So rather than chasing your buddy, rather than trying to say, hey, three strikes and you're out, ask yourself the question, am I making it harder for them to choose me as a buddy? Have I made it clear for them what's in it for us if we were to connect? Am I taking full responsibility for the way in which they behave as a buddy that has yet to engage me or fully participate at the levels I know we can? You see... The way in which your buddy relationship emerges out of your mastery experience in the coming modules will tell you exactly how the quality, depth, and magnitude of success you'll have in collaborating with new partnerships. So you're either playing for one door, and if so, that's fine. But if you're playing for many more and want to make this your financial legacy, you've got to step up and begin to exercise the biggest muscle that you've got, the act of engaging human beings you're put on this earth for a short period of time and as a result of that you don't want to be necessarily remembered for what you said or what you've done but you'll always want to be remembered for how you made people feel and that will have to come out of the depth and degree and the quality of your engaging people fully. So your homework for the week is this. I challenge all of you to reach out to your buddy and give them no escape and say that I would like to have a call, and these are the three times in which I'll have one with you, and only for a short period of time, five minutes at most, so that we can get clear on one thing. Why, or what rather, can I do for you that will make your experience in the Mastery Program pleasurable, easier, less heavy, and or just magical? And in return, I'd like to know what you were hoping to get out of the buddy process in this relationship in the mastery program as well. In other words, what can I do for you to help you get all you want to get out of mastery and vice versa? Now, some buddies, and I'm giving you this permission to say this, some of you might say absolutely nothing. And if that is the case, then you know yourself that you'll have someone who just simply wants to be a couch potato real estate investor. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, folks, I'm not interested in looking for armchair investors. I'm looking for armchair manufacturer investors. We want to build opportunities. We don't want to knock on doors. We want to manufacture our own doors. So be very clear that if you're going to choose to now dismiss that buddy, then know that you're doing that powerfully and letting that buddy know that, listen, this is not going to work, and I've got to look for another buddy who wants to pull the program towards them because out of your disengagement, comes at the expense of my engagement. So don't be caught in the wake of another dismal boat rider's direction. You take control over your direction. And by the next mastery class, if you're without a buddy, then we'll fix that straight away from the stage in real time. So that you have it. This week, engage. Engage fully, moment by moment. Start with your buddy, and then begin to see if you can fully engage your children, your spouse, the people you work with. Find yourself this week looking for you, being a little bit out there, a little bit beyond your comfort zones, a little bit more of you showing up in the world, hanging out with people a little longer than you want, listening to them a little longer than you usually would, and perhaps even asking them more questions than you normally have. And that, my friends, will begin to exercise that muscle in the act of engaging people fully. Start with you, and the rest will follow. Russ, back to you.
0: Wow. Powerful engagement. You're either in or you're not. I love it. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Russ. And I wanted to also thank you very much for being such an inspiration this past weekend. That was an incredible presentation you did, and on behalf of everyone, I wanted to thank you for, for delivering that this past weekend as well.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for saying so.
0: And thank you for participating and your commitment and dedication to dialing in and listening to another Monday Morning Mastery Call. If you have any questions, please call our office at one 824 I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, signing off, wishing you a masterful week. Bye for now. Thanks
1: for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider podcast. A bold look at
0: reality. Share the reality.